clear. We are the weirdos. I am God. What? I tried to warn her. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Ots Tyrion. I am your co-host, Sam Weinman. And I am your co-host, Jordan Cruciola. You thought season three was done. You thought it was over. <laughs> but, but just, just because, because it's over, over doesn't mean it's doesn't really over. Doesn't mean it's really over. <laughs> 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 and if you think it over... Maybe you'll be coming over again. Yeah, my Super Psycho Sweet 16... Part two. ...is coming over again. I am... Thrilled. This is the, we'll call it annual, this is the annual My Super Psycho bonus episode in honor of Sam's birthday. That's right. I am turning 89. Yeah. <laughs> My therapist asked me today, she's like, how do you feel about your birthday? <laughs> how do you feel about the age? And you know, this is the first year I've ever been like, oh, that's sneaking right up on me. There is something about tipping from the official mid-30s yes. to the beginning of the late-30s that does just like, oh, it's a, oh. And it's, I don't even have a problem with my age. But I love my age. Knowing I'm switching from 36 to 37 in June is like, six has a different ring to it than What's seven. What's going on with that? That's really specific. And yeah. that's exactly what I'm going through. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's a, it just, it, it rings differently in the mind. It rings different. <laughs> I have been waiting all year mm-hmm. to do this with you. <laughs> yeah. I know we've brought it up like multiple times. It's like, are we ready? Should we do this? And yeah. it's like, no, but like, I really wanted to wait for my birthday because yep. it's like, hey, last year we did birthday. It's important. It so special. It's important. It's part of the process now. It's so, part of the birthday process. And you know me, I love, I love a tradition that I made up. <laughs> yeah. I don't want somebody else's. Absolutely. But if I do it, I'm going to commit for the rest of my life. Well, and you're great at making them. <laughs> Thank you for You're great at making them. You've made my Super Psycho Sweet 16 a tradition in other people's lives. It Who never would have otherwise. This, friends, if you are coming to this for the first time and you did not uh, listen to our part one episode, mm. totally fine. But I will tell you this. Part two is equally as good as part one. It is. I truly mean it that. Is. It is the scream and two. And it's not a retread. It's not a retread of part one. It's not. You would think that what you're getting is a essentially a remake with a different birthday party. No. You're not. No. It's shocking how different they are. Yeah. Um, and yet, both of them just knock it out of the park. So I encourage you, if you would like to watch this, yeah, go find it on iTunes because that's the only place. <laughs> that is now the only place. You're not going to see it on Pirate Bay. You're not going to see it on Amazon. Yeah. The, the DVDs are no longer in print. Yeah, he told you to buy the, the DVDs way. last time. Oh my God, you guys. And if you didn't take advantage of it, they're gone now. I let somebody borrow my part one DVD and I don't know who. Hey, if you're out there, right, listen, yeah. if you're listening to this and I let you borrow that, will you tweet me? Yeah. I need it back. Sam it's out it of back. print. Sam needs I'm it back. I'm not paying $90 for that. Where is Vinegar Syndrome? Yeah. Hey, guys. Knock, knock. Yeah, yeah. We need the uncensored version stat. Absolutely. So it's there. It is there. And, and I think it's like $1.99. So right. it's like, it's so ridiculously cheap and it's. And it's, you do have to start. It is in TV. It is in TV. Yeah, that's it's a, where you're you buy them find as it. episode. You buy them as seasons of television. So I encourage you to go watch that. It is worth your time. Yes. Um, we are gonna just jump in because there's so much to cover here. My super psycho too. Sky, gorgeous as ever. Brig, gorgeous as ever. Sky Rotter, she's back. <laughs> she's back. She's back, and she's got more extensions. And she's in a stolen car. In a stolen car. I thought for sure. They were not going to pick up where we left off. 
I thought that stolen car bit would be like too hard to like do a through line for. <laughs> and yet it's like the foundation of the whole film. Yeah. And so, it, do we, do we start with the memorial in the gym? We do. Yeah. Now, but the memorial in the gym is fake because it's a dream sequence. Is it a dream sequence? It is. Oh. Because at I the end it of it. I thought it was fully a regular. Because oh, no. I thought the end bit was, was fake, but the memorial bit was real. The end bit where Brig dies, obviously mm. fake. But oh, the students like did just die. We do know that. Like, that's how close we are on the heels of part one. Students have just died and been buried. In part one, what we have is Madison Penrose throws her super psycho, or her super sweet 16. Yes. She is a, she's the most popular girl at school. She is awful. Skyrotter is bullied by everybody because her dad was a psycho killer. Yep. Um, and they're all just like calling her crazy because yep. she must be crazy too. Um, and later, they reopen the Roller Dome mm-hmm. for Madison's birthday, the Roller Dome where her father committed these murders. Yep. And her father, who is, turns out, still alive, yeah. um, comes back to finish what he started and kill every teenager he can find. Yeah, kill every... It's a real open-ended goal. It's 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 super easy to fill his, to check his boxes. <laughs> yeah. I love a killer who just keeps a real, you know, a real broad spectrum yeah. um it's just like hey uh is this shitty teenager yeah oh shitty check yeah. shitty done. check done conversation over you had me at shitty yeah. <laughs> yeah that that is our killer and uh and and there's this like surprisingly strong family love at the core of there really part one is. with her and her father yeah. and this this guy who's been gone for a long time and whether or not she's going to become him mm-hmm. or or love him mm-hmm. and uh and ultimately i think what sets this slasher apart is the ending because when she's going to help Madison get out, Madison is so awful to her. Yep. Calling her a loser. Hurry up. Faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to fucking kill you if you don't get me out of here. And Skye looks at her and shuts the cage that they're downstairs in on her and her father mm-hmm. so her father can murder her. Have a super birthday, Madison. She walks out, steals this girl's car, and drives away. <laughs> yeah. To miss murder by AFI. To miss murder by AFI. So that's what you missed on Glee. Glee! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really is. And then, like you said, kind of unsuspectingly, uh, surprisingly, um, we show up, boom. It's basically hours later. The bodies are barely cold. Yep. Everybody's in mourning. Sky has fled her entire life. And Sky's on the run, guys. Sky is on the Sky lamb. Is, Sky is out there, like, fucking bartering with a used car salesman who knows that car is stolen. <laughs> yeah. And she's not afraid to be like, How about this? I got that topaz. You can take that heap off my hands. For a beamer? Oh, you're right. Yeah. How about this? I give you the topaz, 500 bucks, and I don't call the cops. I love that detail. Yeah. And I love that, but I love that she had the guts to do it. It's like you're a 16-year-old girl on the run from the police in a stolen vehicle. Yeah, in a conspicuous brand new BMW stolen vehicle with a a message scrawled into the hood of its into the hood of the cab. Listen, that is riding in style. Yes, it is. When she pulled out in that, and then when we got to see it again, both times my heart soared. (laughs) Right? Uh, Yes. And when this okay, so when this movie opens up and we're at the memorial. Some there's a moment where it's like oh cinematography, but that's because remember remember the opening in the in part one yeah the okay. tacked on listen this one we've got one light now listen we might we still might only have one light <laughs> but we're getting creative <laughs> and we got Brig up there and he is like on we've stage. got one light and Chris Zilka well we've got yeah Chris Zilka <laughs> yeah and what do you you don't need light when you've got Chris Zilka you he don't. as as Margot says he is the sun yeah <laughs> yeah and so it's like. 
when he's up there, I have the, okay. The only issue, and the reason why I'm like fully being like, oh, maybe the whole thing. Oh no, it's not a dream sequence because then he gets in that fight later. Ugh. Anyways, Brig is like over the edge emo. Yeah. He is feeling it. His girlfriend's gone. People are dead. He's, he's gonna. He misses Sky. People. He is furious at the hatred for Sky and the blame shifting onto Sky. Yeah. He is in fully activated um, protective boyfriend mode. He is, and, and he I has. Love it. I love it. I love you. Angry never Brig. see this. Oh, I love it. It's angry always Brig. like the way people write a male character is like then they shut down and become emotionally removed. Yeah. Not Brig. Brig's like, here's access to everything I'm feeling yeah. and I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> yeah. Love it. And the it, this I I it, it sets the stage for the only misstep I would consider in part two, which is the stupid uh buddy cop friendship between Brig and Derek. Ugh, friend. Fuck that. I hate that's the okay so for me that is like the i get one. what it's i get why it's happening but derek just sucks so much it sucks derek sucks yeah guys derek sucks and it's he still stucks, sucks in this one guys still sucks still sucks and fortunately they pair him up with a girl in this one who sucks worse than worse him. than him he found the right he found the one he found the one he found gina rodriguez well yeah so she <laughs> obviously found the one there it is did you know that gina rodriguez is in this movie if you didn't yep now you know go Surprise. rent it Surprise. So you got to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, but Brig, just really quick before we move on completely from him. Yeah. I love that he is, I love that he is like the Silent Night, Deadly Night killer and that he's just like wholesomely good looking. Like, <laughs> yes. I want to hand Brig a glass of milk even though he's starting a fight. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's just like, he just doesn't know, like he's not a bad boy in, in the slightest. And so them painting him as the bad boy is like, oh, this is troubled rig. It is. Cute. I. It really feels. I think such a effective thing about Chris Zilka in this role and the way that Brig is played is that he really feels like the kind of character. Nothing bad has ever happened to Brig. Ever. Nothing bad has ever happened to Brig. The seas part before him. Well, he did fall on his skates last year. Right. He did. Well, it, yesterday. It, being very cute. It was so cute. Being very cute. That's that's the hardest it gets for and Brig. And this is, this is the first time things have gone wrong for Brig, and he is short-circuiting as a result of it, which does feel very true. It, look, I feel like it's shockingly authentic. Yeah. I'm looking at a guy who is struggling to, like, to be somebody he's not mm-hmm. because that's how he's been taught to manage his feelings. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it doesn't fit. It's not a fit for him because he it's is a, a legitimately good guy. He is. Um, who just, yeah, hasn't had a ton, ton of stuff happen. <laughs> I think the, the weirdest part with the Brig Derek thing is when Brig is like up on stage doing his speech about everything. By the way, the stage where they're like, um, where they referred to last, like the massacre as like. A time to celebrate. A time to roller skate. I love it. That is the yeah. That is that is the heart and soul of my super psycho sweet sixteen. Right the there. fact that that's like the opening line almost mm-hmm. is like oh okay I know what I'm in. This is the right. I know the movie's tone, mm-hmm. and it's still got it. It's Gail it's Weathers Scream Four. Still got still it. Still got it. And so Chris Silka is up there, and he has a moment where he can't move on, and Derek shouts, "Break!" Like from the audience, and it's like, dude. <laughs> Oh, you don't know him. You don't know his PTSD. Yeah, don't talk to him like you know him. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Get Who's out of his grave. Go Even... punch Derek. Yeah. Go punch. Well, he does punch Derek, but it's on accident. It's like, I just felt like, this is just me hating on Derek, but I'm just like, oh, he's showing off. He's like, look, I know this popular no, guy. No, oh, that, and Derek for sure would. 
Derek yeah. absolutely, he absolutely like, would, right? Oh, it's my buddy Brig. Yeah, I'm just hanging out with Brig. I'm going to go talk to Brig. Hanging yeah, out with Brig it's, uh, me and Brig are going to go on this road trip to go find Sky. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and it would be zero. It would have zero percent to do with Sky, and a 100 percent to do with him palling around with Brig. Even when there Brig's in that fight, he's like, "Easy, big fella," and I'm like, "Oh, fuck off! God, you don't get to fuck, call him big fella." Fuck off, You've known Derek. him 48 hours as not an asshole. Yeah, you were you were probably dragging him to hell before this in I, like your little angsty bedroom chats with Sky. Because in just the last movie, he came up to Brig and he's just like, "Oh, hey, I got this girl drunk and we're gonna make out," and he's like, "I hope she remembers." Yeah. And like Brig called him out. Yeah. It's just like they haven't hey, bonded. You're a fucking creep. Yeah, you're creep? a fucking creep. Yeah. <laughs> and he is so, a fucking creep. But anyways, so Sky's off on her crossroads adventure to yeah. go find her mom. Yeah, that's and that's really where the big layer gets added in next for for number two, you guys, is that Sky's like, I got nowhere else to go. I'm gonna go find my biological mother who abandoned me when I was very small and hope that I have a place to stay for a bit. I gotta be honest, that feels also feels really real. Sure, yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, yeah. Who else would you go to? Um, the mother that fucking abandoned her as a kid and left her with her killer father. Left her with her killer father, who we really come to understand at the very end of the movie, like, mom knew the nature of dad. Yep. Mom knew that, uh, maybe she didn't know he was actively killing children, but she, she knew, knew he, he was a, a good dangerous dude. man. Mm-hmm. And she makes it clear in, like, her moments before, thankfully, she is killed by Sky's dad, that, like... She left because she knew he was dangerous. Yes. And all he loved was Sky. So he effect she effectively left Sky behind to placate the father while she ran off, was already pregnant with her next child, and left Sky behind. I knew what he was. And you left me with him. All I cared about was you. As long as he had you. He would stay away from me. But you brought him here. I never should have let you stay. This is all your fault! Shut your mouth! I wish that you had never found us, and I wish that you were never born! Shut your mouth! It's... When you look at the timeline, like, there's a part of the movie, for for a great deal of the movie, you don't actually know the timeline, so you're watching her and you're like... Wow, she says that she left because she just like wasn't ready to be pregnant. Yeah, she's like, I was too young. I was barely your age. But I was barely sister, older than you when I had you. It's revealed that she, you know, her sister's there living with her. Or yeah. at first we think it's her half sister, then we discover her sister, 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 T and Tamara. Yeah, <laughs> sister, sister. Um, and so, but the, that sister's like turning fifteen. That sister is like a they're a year apart. They're like a year. So apart. you're like, oh wow. So mom, like. Mm. Yeah, you weren't ready at 16, but you were but you ready, were ready at 17? two months later. Yeah, yeah it's like, with a totally different guy. Okay. So the whole movie, you're thinking that, and then later it's like, oh no, she was escaping. Stop! 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 You're her father. You lie. I was pregnant when I left you. I swear to God, I couldn't let you have her too. You sick monster. Yeah, she was escaping and leaving her daughter effectively as a sacrifice. And so we get to meet um, her daughter, uh, played by Kristen Proust, mm-hmm. who I love. She has a she has the straightest set of teeth you'll ever see. Absolutely. She is the casting call said Taylor Swift with double the hair. <laughs> yeah. And they found her, folks. <laughs> if you yeah, like we're talking about Sky has more extensions. 
Her sister has extensions on extensions. Her sister looks like a human version of Tangled. <laughs> like there's that one seeing when her hair is like woven into a big braid. And I'm like, is braid, she going to whip somebody with yeah, it? Yeah, that braid looks like it weighs 18 pounds. That braid is going to save her life someday. <laughs> that braid is going to get her out of the castle. That braid has structural integrity to it. That braid has magical powers. <laughs> yeah. That braid is voiced by Mandy Moore. That braid is voiced by Mandy Moore. It has original songs. And so I love this girl because like she's set she's up as like, great. she's like, she's like the right amount of like innocence yeah. mixed with the right amount of like wants to be a bad girl. And the right amount of light hair in contrast to Sky's black hair on. Yeah, really. She is, she is light and, uh, and Sky is dark. Yeah. Yeah. She's, it's Psycho Rotter versus like McMansion child of privilege. Oh my God. Well said. Like. And. It's it's school uniform versus yes. cowgirl boots and skirt. Yeah, you know that's that is Sky's hero. Wear. Yeah, versus scene. Yeah, she's so <laughs> scene. I and and it's incredible because like even though this is part two, her hair, Sky's haircut, guys, it's like somehow more scene <laughs> than in part one. It like they went back further in time. They went back further in time to find her haircut. Yeah. They, they And they got back in the time machine. They went forward to 2010 and they were like, here it is. I love that she, on her way exiting her life to find her birth mother, um, she went and got herself a new do. Oh, yeah. She she was just like, um, I need a little bit more hair. Yeah. I need I need clean bangs. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, she's got a little bit more bang. Yeah, clean bangs. Like, I mean, I mean, guys, part three. <laughs> You're not even ready. But <laughs> yeah. we're not there yet. We're not there yet. But she, yeah, her hair, she got real cute. I mean, oh listen. What are you gonna do? He gave her that extra five hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Stop at the salon, girl. What do you? What else? And it and and her 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 bio mom and her sister live in and they're like nice dad. They're like he is so nice. He is the only person who's nice to Sky in that house. Actually, upon first meeting her, and you don't think he's gonna be because he's stepdad in a movie about women. Yeah, and and rich stepdad, he's like rich, rich stepdad, money, stepdad movie about women. Mm-hmm. You know who he's going to be, and guess what? He's not. No. This is a good dude. This guy was like, this guy's like, stay as long as you need. Yeah. He, you can feel much like, to mom's dismay. Yeah, like you can feel like by the end of one school year, he would be like, you know, you don't have to, but like, you're welcome to call me dad. Like you, oh, he would be totally. like, he would oh be like God, filing adoption would. papers to um, make her life easier. Yes. You can feel it coming off of him. Listen, I'm, I'm really sorry that. I- don't be sorry. Your family's guy. You're welcome here. Come on, I can eat all this bacon by myself. He immediately opened his heart to her <clears throat> and paid the consequences for it, which we will get to. <laughs> yeah. I will say this opening scene with mom, if you were to put on Crossroads <laughs> and watch Kim Cattrall talk to Britney Spears, that is this opening scene with mom. This is, why do you keep calling yeah. me Lucy? Yeah. This is that scene. Mm-hmm. Like she's got the pictures, like, oh, I got brothers and sisters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's the same shit, except um, it, this mom is like even worse. Yeah. And that mom is pretty bad and dressed for the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> yeah. This mom is like, uh, she looks like a mom out of like a photo that comes in the frame. Yeah. Really anodyne. With a little bit, her hair's a little dry though. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel like they would have done better. Sorry, in, mom. In the most predictable assembly line mansion Guys, with like a oh fake stone facade. The most aughts. The most aughts house ever to house. Imaginable. It was like, it's like all the brown stones that they could find (laughs) cemented together. And that's the table. Yeah. Right? Because that's the aughts. It's also the mailbox. It's also the wall inside the house. Yeah, there's flagstone everywhere. You are going to see, like the color palette is tan, brown, and like that orange Tan? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know yeah. what that is, but it's, it's all earth tones. Yes, it is like like if like every house that was built in the aughts looked like it was dug out of the ground and like fraggles lived in it. Yeah. 
right? Like Ots Braggles. It, it, it's like if you were to crack open a home from the Ots, there would be a geode inside. Yeah, yeah. And every house had a different color. Every house. It, it it's it's kind of wild that like this like ranch style. Oh my god. Like and then like the like the, the utterly nouveau riche. It's so gross the way it's that, like, so tacky because you can't just have that house you have inside that house you have to put really conflicting furniture <laughs> like the furniture cannot match the aesthetic it right. has to be like it has to be ranch style furniture yeah it has to be a different color yeah with like a modern clean like countertop marble yes yeah with like cafeteria floors yeah yeah just Guys, I'm, I'm sorry this has been five minutes on how ugly <laughs> us dragging homes in the odds but it is that important. It is You thought important. you knew why the housing market crashed? No. Yeah. It's because they were fucking ugly. It was a mass market rejection of, of this house. Those and houses another another right. wonderfully odds thing we get in this movie is the new mean girl. Alex will do it. She'll bring him because I asked her to. Mm, just like that last freshman you adopted. What did she get arrested for again? Shoplifting. Too bad. I really wanted those boots. Uh, Zoe. You love Zoe. I fucking love her. Yeah, and Zoe's great. And Series Sam, Sam especially loves Series Zoe. Standout. She has like the the box red. Um, what is that? Manic pics. Like, um, what is that color of pink? Um, manic panic. Manic, manic panic, panic pink. Like oh she God. has like the manic panic pink. Um, streaks in her hair. She's a total fucking bitch. Because you guys remember like right before, like it's like Bratz era extensions where you would yep. just have like streaks, like uh-huh. the one, like the bright pops of pink or blue. Yep. She's fully that. She's got the glitter, but she's got the bad girl eyeliner. And her skirt is going to be shorter than everybody else's. Oh, yeah. She is a woman in charge. And I. She's going to wear a uniform that's not going to look like that uniform because it's going to be sexy. She's going to wear a uniform that she has folded into a different thing. It's it's an origami (laughs) uniform. Like when she's done with it, was it ever a uniform? Unrecognizable. No. Unrecognizable. And so what I love about her is when she shows up, she lets you know right away who she is. Oh god. This yeah. actress, I'm oh my god, Stella Stella something. She she is the performance she's giving is like, hey, I know what's on this page is like mm. <laughs> But I'm gonna give you mm-hmm. Well, and it, it it's a And it's, it's not because in that scene, it's it's just that scene. Later it builds. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I think what it is to like with Madison, we get the very uh paint by numbers and she's incredible at it like yuppie she's girl so good at she's it she's yuppie suburban rich privilege and, and she's she every mean that. girl that you've seen in the odds and then I, I zoe was... is zoe's the girl with the edge zoe's the mean girl with the edge zoe's gonna know zoe's gonna know who's got the drugs hookup yep zoe's gonna know who, the guy who plays the cool music in this case it's a student they literally call jams jams hey jams jams you got jams <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, I jam, like Jams is so disappointing. They think he's oh so. Oh my god! He is the L and M of this movie. Not that L and M and Josie and the Pussycats isn't cute, but like right. a little underwhelming compared to what they're saying he is. Yeah, that's Jams. He's like the classic, like a head full of ironed hair that's gonna be buried under a beanie that's gonna be covering one eye. He's gonna have studs on his belt. He cannot see in three dimensions, folks, no. because only one eye is. Listen, I know because that was me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. I know firsthand. No depth perception. No depth perception. Can you believe? I can't believe I, they let me drive like I that. I cannot believe people made it up. I mean, it did get in a lot of accidents. <laughs> I don't know if it was related to that or my ADHD, but yeah, they, who can one say? One wasn't helping the other. Yeah, the, the, the hair over the eye definitely, the hair blocking my vision definitely yeah. wasn't helping. 
And that was like the goal. Like you spray it into place, by yeah. the way. Okay, yeah. so yeah. I love Zoe because she's a different mean girl than we were getting she is. in an era where we kept getting the same mean girl again and again. Mm-hmm. She's a bad girl. Mm-hmm. She has two phones. You know what I mean? She's the kind of girl that has an extra number. Yeah, definitely. She, Zoe definitely has or will date. Well, if she'd lived, if she has or will date a boy from another school who's older, like she's oh, going to be dating a senior sure. and everyone's just going to know about him, but no one's going to know him. And he's going to like come pick her up sometimes. Like that's, Zoe that's for sure that. has a boyfriend that doesn't know about her other boyfriend. Yes. But Zoe, a girlfriend who knows about both. Madison, Madison would date QB1. She mm-hmm. would date Brig. Zoe has absolutely no interest in the head quarterback. Oh my God. No way. No, no, no. Oh my way. God. Zoe would see Brig and send him home. Absolutely. She'd be like, you fucking basic dork. Yeah. No interest. Um, Cube, not my type. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She said to his face. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's her. So I exactly. love Zoe. I, I do want to say, cause we meet her in a diner and I feel like there is some technology at this point because there's a phone out, right? We meet and her like, in the car picking up. Oh no, the, you're right. We meet her in the car, the car. where we she's meet, a bitch. Sky meets her in and the And then diner. she really gets to ascend in the diner. Yes. And I, but at, and, and that's why I bring up technology because there's this really cool credit sequence in the beginning that I love. Uh, it is good. In 2010, what we're actually getting is like, Twitter is only four years old. Mm-hmm. Um, MySpace has fallen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Facebook has danced on its ashes. So, <laughs> yes. and very recently, mm-hmm. like this all just happened. Mm-hmm. So Facebook has only really, re- only very recently at that point opened up to America. Because, and and also right before that, Facebook was only. I mean, I remember when I was on MySpace because Facebook was only available to college students. college students. Yeah. So it's like Facebook had not had just made the leap over yep. to to be accessible to everybody and has to started your, to become to your racist aunt. And Facebook also. P.S. had just begun doing the like thing mm-hmm. where what you what you used to do I don't know if it's still even remotely like this but they tricked mm-hmm. everybody into like building a profile by like likes like this game mm-hmm. like this music like this movie and yep. what it did was it, it they, they tricked everybody into building the beginning of their their own um you know AI yeah yeah their and own so, like data aggregation yeah. empire and so then they started to build from there all the things that you liked all the pages that you that you were were thinking you were customizing your page with like mm-hmm. on MySpace with the colors you thought this was the alternative no they're just collecting your data and you were handing it over yeah. so that was 2010 and there's a and there's a much easier to interface with a photo uploading platform on Facebook much and easier and so and the making of albums i mean that was the nightly ritual for me when i would get like there would be the friday saturday night the next morning would be me uh culling through photos uploading the best ones like that was the routine and now that was a platform that was available to everybody so just like how social change is moving at a mile a minute in this generation Mm -hmm. at that time what was moving a mile a minute was technology yeah and so social platforms and the way that we connected with one another was completely changing from month to month yeah i mean facebook at one point at that time i think still had the like the status was Blah, 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 is. Like, your name is. It was like an active sentence. You had to fill in the blank as a sentence. Mm -hmm. Um, Sam Wyman is on my way to pizza. Or whatever stupid thing. You know what I mean? And so what's really interesting about the credit sequence to me is it's clocking the social media change between 2009 and 2010. Mm -hmm. You actually start to see the way that people are interacting with each other because what they're showing is like, here's the headline, here's the interaction, mm-hmm. here's the YouTube video, here's what people said, had to say. YouTube was brand new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's crazy that it's like they were clocking in real time what was happening culturally with this shift towards online. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really smart. Instead of like pushing away from it, they leaned right into it and made it the credits. And also, like, the, the words on the screen that popped up, like the titles and things were like the producers' names. And I thought that's that. Yeah, I, no, I, I, love I like that. I, I like that. I like that novelty. But. Back to Stella. Yes. Because, oh, back to Zoe. Mm -hmm. So at this diner, 
when Sky Sky goes Sky goes there and she is like peak Sky. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and because Sky cannot be bothered. Sky's not going to fit in. No. You want her to fit in? Yeah. You, you you're barking up the wrong cowgirl boot. And and she also has no interest in divulging any more personal information about herself than she has to. Sky is, she is good trying with the boundary. to she is trying to keep her the truth of her life a secret. She yes. does not want anybody to know Psycho Rotter. And Zoe can smell that from a mile away. Oh yeah. Zoe's like already on the case. She's like Yeah. Yeah. And, and she's so, like, how do I use you for drugs? And I, I already, I can't remember her friends. Are they worth mentioning? Not or are they just immediately really? forgettable? They're not. They don't. To me, they didn't leave the impression that the sidekicks did in the first one. Yeah, the sidekicks in the first one were pretty, I think they were standouts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think in this one, because there were so many characters and mm-hmm. new characters introduced, we really didn't have time to like develop those. And they don't really, and it was the side characters, the sidekicks in the first one were integral for how much they became surrogates for Madison's hatred of Sky. Yes. And these sidekicks have no, they don't care about Sky. Also, we, they get to the diner because they're driving around in a Mini Cooper. Yeah. I think that's important because. A drop top Mini Cooper. What you all need to know is a movie called The Italian Job came out in the aughts that changed the face of the world. Yeah. By having a sequence where everybody had their own colored Mini Cooper. Yeah. And it was required to like finish the job. Yeah. And they all needed a Mini Cooper. It, yeah. It was a heist in Mini Coopers. Guys. Oh my God. What this, brilliant. I mean, the way that this imported the Mini Cooper and, to the United and what, States was and absolutely after that, insane. It was like. You had to be on a fucking wait list to get a Mini Cooper. <laughs> I mean, it was like wild. Like Madonna added it in her rap. Remember, like, like a pri- Mini right. Cooper, a private chef, oh all that bullshit. My God. Like, it's like Mini Cooper was like. And you know I'm satisfied. I drop my Mini Cooper and I'm feeling super duper. You they tell me I'm a trooper and you know I'm satisfied. I do yoga and Pilates and the room is full of hotties, so I'm checking out the bodies. You don't understand. That was an indicator of like exclusivity. It was a fucking moment. Yeah. Like Mini Cooper <laughs> was like what an iPhone was then. <laughs> If you had a Mini Cooper and an iPhone, oh my wow. God. Wow, 1% of the 1% bling ring. Yeah, <laughs> truly. It was like, and you know who would? Zoe. Oh, Zoe would, You know, absolutely. she had both, and she paid for it by selling drugs. Yeah. And I love that about her. Yeah, one of her secret boyfriends bought her one or the other or both. So Zoe's like talking to her Taylor Swift sister. Yeah. And, she, and whose birthday is coming up. It's yeah. her 15th birthday, her super psycho sweet 15. 15. And, um, and she's like, you know where we should have it? That closed down building that your dad owns. Yeah, and it's a club. It is it's a the bone the boneyard. Yard? It is a strip club. A a closed down <laughs> strip club that she can just go grab the keys to. Yeah, the the entrance looks like the mouth of a circus attraction. It does. It's a giant open skull mouth. Real from dust till non vibes. Hugely. It it feels this like is an amusement park. Super like Robert Rodriguez. Yes. Um rob zombie kind of material i i love her so much for like having the gall at 15 (laughs) to be like i'm gonna get drunk with my friends Mm -hmm. do drugs on a pool table (laughs) inside of a strip club this is where i'm having it that is that is not open to anybody and i'm gonna have to break in so it, it, it interestingly um, this is a much more adult party than the 16 oh that we saw in part God. one. So, you know, but they, they I'm, I'm skipping ahead. So I should just say, Sky's like, hey, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Yeah. And her sister's like, obviously uncomfortable doing this, yeah. but also wants to fit in with these girls mm-hmm. and wants to impress guys like plugs or whatever. Yeah. Name is. You know what <laughs> I mean? Jams. J- jams. Yeah. And, and it's like, so, you know, she has to use her magical braid to steal the keys yes. and open, reopen the boneyard. Reopen the boneyard. Meanwhile, poor Brig. Poor, 
poor Brig, he's desperate. Because he's emailing. He hey, cannot stop emailing Each Sky. subject, it's it's more pathetic than the last. Yeah. Hey, you there? Yeah. <laughs> it's me, Brig. Yeah. Hello? Are you there, God? It's me. It's it me, is, Brig. It is so sad. Brig, the king of the quadruple text. <laughs> yeah. Like, and and so Sky, like, is on somebody else's fucking laptop. Yeah. Okay. 2010 for sure. <laughs> yeah. Because never today. Never today. Opening, opening casually a, opening her yeah, email. Opening a computer. Just Everything's like, logged into her accounts. Mm-hmm. She remembers her password because she only has one. Yeah. Like, there's oh, and, no, and her password is password. There's no lock on this for the user oh, of course identity. Not. No. Mm-mm. She nope. just opens it. Zero security. Walk right in, guy. <laughs> yeah. And so she gets into her email and she writes, like, Brig, like, one message and she's like, don't come after me. Yeah, she's like, I'm okay. Don't come find me. Which is considerate because yeah, she's obviously trying to keep him out of some shit. This guy is is gonna hurt himself. Let's <laughs> yeah. be real. And so she should have included a and don't tell Derek where I am. God, I wish she had been like, if you're gonna come after me, please leave Derek. Please leave please Derek leave behind. Lie to him. Because listen, Derek, in the wake of this like fucking tragedy, has immediately met a girl who has identified herself as only being around because Sky's gone. Yeah. She that's her that's her line. She her opening salvo to Derek is like bitterly bitterly hateful toward his best friend which is sky and flirtatious with him in this really possessive and exclusive way how, how, how come i've never noticed you probably because you were always talking to sky sky <laughs> sky who <laughs> yeah. it is it is out of control it is the out way of fucking not control. only the way that she presents herself but the um the tenacity in which uh, Derek just goes for it. Goes for He's it. He's like, yeah, this is acceptable. He's ready to, he, as long as he can fuck this girl, he will write off everything. Why are you two so obsessed with Psycho Runner anyway? Don't call her that. She's our friend, Courtney. Really? Last time I checked, that nutjob ditched you at the roller dome and left you for dead, Brig. You don't even know her. I knew Chloe. I knew Madison. Remember her, your ex-girlfriend? She's dead because of Sky. You can't blame Sky for what her dad okay, did. Okay, guys, shut up. I think I found her. So... He's in a really interesting position because he needs to be a part of the story, but he has a girlfriend, so yeah. now she has to come with them on this road trip to go find them. Yeah, and Briggs so like, whatever, I'm just going to go do this. You can come or not. It's very that, and yeah. I love that because Brig is just like, it, it, it really does show that they're not very close. Thank God. And that Derek is just like on board because Brig doesn't give a fuck. Like, no. when they get there and they show up to the Boneyard even, like... Gina's character is just like so jealous. She's and she's like, wait, why are we here? It's like, why did you come? I know how much Sky means to you, and if you go in there and she's in there, you're gonna get all these feelings, and then you're gonna forget all about me. Court, that's insane. Are, are you guys coming or what? This was a trip right. specifically to go find. She's Sky. like, I'm not really comfortable with this, basically, and it's like. Um, well, you had six hours to consider this because yeah. have you seen this architecture? They're in Arizona. Yeah, like, yeah, like, they are in Arizona. You had at this fucking point. time, girl. There is a carpet next to a fireplace <laughs> in Sky's bedroom. That's where we are. Yeah, so in a hotel room, basically. It's, it, it is, this place is, she had time. She could have let us know. Yeah. But she chose this moment to say, I'm jealous of Sky. Do you still like him? And you know what Derek says? Yeah, I, I got a crush on her. Yeah. And then he's and, and then he's like, well, you know, you can come with me. And Briggs like, listen, I'm gonna go inside. So you guys do whatever you need to do. And Derek is like rationalizing why he shouldn't be hurrying to his friend at that moment. I can't believe it. Derek, who has been just like making such a big deal out of everything forever, <laughs> yeah. is finally at the boneyard and it's like, oh, I've got to manage my girlfriend right now. 
And then when he gets to Sky. His girlfriend who he's known for five seconds. Five, five seconds, literally. Ugh. They get inside and he's like, Sky. And then suddenly Gina starts giving Sky the fucking ninth degree. Oh my God. Calling her psycho Sky, being a total fucking cunt, yeah. blaming her for everybody's deaths in the roller dome. Derek, who is this? Who am I? I'm going to tell you who I'm not. I'm not somebody who puts their friends through hell and then skips town. I'm not somebody who hurts the people who care for her. Courtney, enough! You know what? I'm done. Just being awful. And Derek's reaction to this is she storms out and Derek's like, I guess I better go after her. Like, it was good to see you, Skye. And then just and and leaves. shames Sky. What He's like the he says it in fuck? a way that shames her. I'm just like, are you joking? Are you absolutely goddamn joking? I hope by I have to go after her. He means she's running into traffic, and yeah. so and he's gonna follow. And her. I'm gonna push her. I need them both in front of a car now. Yeah, and you know what? Dad kind of serves some street justice for us on that one. So backtracking just a tiny bit because this leads up to my favorite. I think my favorite moment in the film. Mm. So we have a very I think a convincing and tender relationship between sisters. I, I have, think it is it is it is just worth emphasizing that it is shocking how good of a job these movies do emotionally grounding you in relationships you give a shit about amidst all the silliness and yes. continuing to the tradition in part two from part one. Excellent kills, excellent, excellent kills. kills, excellent blood, and yet. I care about the characters. I care about Brig and Sky in one and two. I care about Sky and her dad. And in this, I care about Sky and her sister. Yes. And the two of them. Fuck, I care about stepdad. The two of them are so believably family. Yeah. That as soon as you meet them, you're like, oh, of course they are. Even though they're so different, which is crazy. Like, that's and just even the power of the performances. And doesn't want to start out welcoming her because she's unsure. And right. her mom's lied to her. And she's feeling very insecure about things. And yet, she understands in this person she has an ally who will want to speak to her for who she is and not like these popular girls who she's kind of trying to fit into a mold to be something that they want her to be. I always wonder what it would be like to have a sister. It's kind of cool. <laughs> feel like I could tell you stuff. Well, you can. So Zoe is over at the house and opens up the computer that um, that had the emails because you know, you know Sky, she just left them. Yeah, and everybody just opens this computer. Everybody, everybody's just like, oh, a computer? <laughs> yeah. Well, don't mind if I do. <laughs> Check that out. Wow, I gotta sign up for a Facebook. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so like she's on there, she sees the emails, she immediately like Googles her. Yeah. Smart move. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Because you know, Google is five minutes old. So <laughs> yeah. she's like, yeah, psycho rotter, on it. Yeah. So she finds out everything in a heartbeat and she what does she do? Immediately blackmails her and she's like, hey, I know your mom has good pills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So could you get your mom's pills and bring them to the party? Yeah. And Sky's just like, no. And she's like, yeah. So then Sky's like, all right. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I think it is. Or else I'm going to have to tell everyone the story about you, a sweet 16, and your mass murdering daddy, Charlie Rotter. And Sky has that incredible fantasy as she gets angrier and angrier. She's holding a pencil in her hand and has the fantasy of jabbing that pencil through, through. Zoe's neck. It's amazing. It's, it's so bloody. It's an incredible, incredible fake kill. What I love about this one, because in the first one, it plants the seeds about her mental stability. Mm -hmm. In this one, we're fully in her POV multiple times because she gets visited by like dead Madison. Yeah, she dead gets, Madison is she great. She fantasizes about stabbing Zoe. So we're like, hey, she's actually pretty unstable and mm -hmm. totally capable of that kill from the end of the first one. Right. And so there is a little bit of truth 
to this nickname, and mm-hmm. I love that. I do too. I because love it's it. spicy. It is. You know, it's just it just complicates it just enough. Mm-hmm. And Sky, she's complicated. And it, you know, it's a shame because she would have had such a good father figure in the stepdad. But I, I got to tell you, he's the first kill. Stepdad is like, because he stepdad is such a good guy. Stepdad is such a good. He's guy a good guy. That like, there's somebody that needs help on the side of the road. He mm-hmm. needs a jump. Yeah. Well, you know what? I got jumper cables. Yep. I'm going to take off my blazer. I'll roll oh, up my yeah. sleeves. My, I don't have anywhere to be. Roll up my sleeves to my dress shirt. I'm on the way to like an airport, but like I yeah. can help you. Sure. Do you need, do you need AAA? Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. Cause you yeah. got me. I'm a great guy. That's this guy. Yeah. And, and so unfortunately the guy who needs help is guy's dad, which, and it's shot so well. It's I so gotta well I got to give done. them credit because the way they shoot it, even though we've seen Sky's dad's face mm-hmm. in the first one. They obscure his face mm-hmm. intentionally behind different pieces of the car. Mm-hmm. And so it's like it sets him up to be a crazy kill. Like a, yeah. like it makes him larger than life does, yeah. in the way he's presented. Mm-hmm. But And the kill is fucking brutal. Yeah. It, he throws him in the back of the trunk. Like he throws him in the back of the SUV. Like they close the hatch door behind him. There's a big struggle inside. And, and Sky's dad is stabbing this guy to death. And he kicks the fucking glass and everything. It's yeah. like it's crazy because like I think something this movie the that both films do so effectively is they make violence that you actually maybe don't see as much of mm-hmm. look horrific because of the speed and brutality of it. Yeah, it's really well done. It just is hard to watch especially when he is the best man. Yeah, when you immediately care about this guy. Yeah. And it, another thing that this movie, another thing that both movies do uh well back to back is an awareness of fucking sex pests oh my god because yes. we get the creepy roller dome manager stage hand guy from the first one who is an adult man lusting after madison and she rebuffs him it's like i'm a, I'm a kid. kid and then in this one we have jams the presumably like maybe like a year older than the other girls who's gonna dj this like you know boneyard party mm-hmm. and he's going to be like a sex creep at this party, and he's going to pressure women to do things they don't want to do. Pressure girls to do yep. things they don't want to do. Yep. And he's like, listen. In case you haven't noticed, I got a lot of options. So if it's not going to happen with you, I want to know. Because there's a whole room full of ladies out there I could hook up with. And she's like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Not only was is it an accurate portrayal of him, mm-hmm. but showing, again, once again, an incredible boundary set by a woman in this film. Mm-hmm. Now, should she have to set that boundary? No. Absolutely not. But she does, and I love it. And it's not a weird... Like, it, 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 both films present it exactly how it needs to. Yeah. And in a way that, like, you know, amidst everything else, this is also an active threat that these girls face. Yes. And like you were saying, we, we come to care so quickly about the sister relationship with these two... And their wigs. And their they wigs. Both, both of them with their big hair. And their wigs. It's, it's like Trixie Mattel, like three wigs sewn together wigs, yeah. by the way. This is not, I'm not exaggerating. When you see this, you'll see. There, yeah. It is the most hair that's ever been on a person. Yeah. They Christmas list wished for this They hair. Christmas list wished for this hair. Ching, ching. And, um, that's my wife. That's my hair. <laughs> um. Sorry, I derailed you. No, no, not at all. Um, that, like, as, as Super Psycho Sweet 16 movies do, at a certain point, it hits the gas and it's just racing through the movie. Like, it these is things crazy. move quick. They really do. And so, when we, speed. we have like the girls are relating, they're connecting, they're bonding, and then they're at the pool. And by the way, Sky, full cowgirl boots, boots at the pool. Wearing Who doesn't at the wear pool? boots at the pool? She wears boots at the pool. That's the, that's She's my a trendsetter. Girl. And 
so then they're at the party and she's been Sky's obviously been hiding the truth of her father from her she doesn't want to poison the well and that fucking bitch Gina Rodriguez shows up and lets yep. anybody who matters know what Sky what has happened in Sky's life so then sister feels lied to she feels betrayed and when they have that rift between them I'm so sad about it I'm like no I was rooting for these sisters I want them to oh. there's an easy there's an ease in which the way they connect mm-hmm. that feels like family it does and it's like and it's unfortunate because they have shit they have two shit parents yes yes and one dead great guy <laughs> yeah one dead good dad and they and and it's we talked about this when we were watching part of it together which is that like you know the sort of like queer moth to flame thing kicks over in our brain yeah. we're watching it and it's like okay we'll kiss her because it's like oh you're two people and you're close and like we don't know you as sisters from the first one so there's that like distance when you meet them the second one that's like no 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 we kiss their sisters but there's just this impulse that you want to see them close the distance between one another right and be there to support each other and care for each other because you are immediately like rooting for this rapport because in my head I'm like mm, stepsisters Ex- exactly exactly you know what I mean? like, yeah oh. and it's not any kind of like I'm not being weird no like it's just that they have such good chemistry I just want them to be together I just want them to be together but and like and then it's like oh no no but like they're good at sisters and then right. when they get torn asunder so quickly by one fucking asshole character yes. it's really upsetting especially after so we because we have this big getting ready montage that's like very like not another team movie they yeah. should be singing about like having sex it's yes. crazy yes. like but they're like fully adulting like they are putting on they're putting on all their makeup and wigs they are yes. getting ready to go out sky is is having a big moment stealing these pills yeah, she opens yeah. The cabinet. by the way mom's got a pharmacy yeah she's not gonna notice are you kidding me mom. wow mom's got everything <laughs> yeah mom is like zoe knew you know what mom is um that character from i know what you did last summer Oh, the mom. Wait. No, the the kid that sells drugs. Oh, Riley. Riley. Yeah. Thank you. Mom is Riley. They mom and Riley just moved to Hawaii and they're opening a CVS. They're opening. Yeah, they're opening. They're starting their own narcotics. Well, oh, they better cover mom and honey because yeah. she's gonna go. So th- this is all happening and they're getting ready to go out. And by the way, oh my god, the deep V on break. Oh the my deep god, that v deep that is just Brig. draped so perfectly over his muscles. And and they say, and I think this is so accurate. Oh. I think it was um. I think it was the sister who says, um, there's no freshman in the history of whatever that's ever had a party like this. Right, yeah. And it's like, yeah, because you're 15 at a strip club. Yeah, I yeah. would say that's a factual statement. Yeah, I, I think that no you don't have to qualify this. No high school freshman has ever had a party like this. Yes, you are right. <laughs> I agree. You are you are right. People will talk about this for a very long time. And immediately, Sky is miserable at this party, by the way. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's to her credit as a character. I'm like, she's not even going to, she's like here to really watch out for her sister. Yeah, that's she, it. So Zoe corners her up at the top of the stairs. And this is all oh leading my up to, God, this, this is my favorite moment. That I was confrontation. Mess- this is what I was referencing earlier. This because is gold. It is, this is after we've seen Sky's fantasies. Mm-hmm. This is after we kind of have the setup. And so Sky is there with the pills mm-hmm. at the top of the stairs with Zoe and she's and Zoe's acting all hard. She's like, I'll fucking take those pills. Like she's and, being a bitch. Yeah, she's like a real yes and right now. Like I'll take those pills and the pharmacy. Yeah. Like and you're gonna you're not gonna stop. I'm gonna keep extorting you. Yeah. Because I know your secret. Yep. And Sky is just like, actually, I could kill you right now. Yeah. She backs and takes a her. step yep. forward, backing her up against the top step. Cle- backs her clear up against that top step, and, and that just it is played so perfectly by both actresses. It's so good because I actually was sitting there like, oh like, my god, she's, she's gonna, gonna fucking, fucking kill her. She's, she's gonna, gonna break the seal. We've seen she's her do gonna it kill once. her first. She's gonna take We're her gonna first see life. It again by Madison and by Zoe. Yep. I could push you, you know. 
I could push you and no one would suspect a thing. Just a drunk girl taking a tumble down the stairs. And then she takes the pill bottle and she shoves it against her chest like she's about to shove her down the yeah. stairs, but it's just handing her the pills. Mm-hmm. It's like, here you go. And she's like teetering on the edge of that stair. It so it is. would really only take one death becomes her little nudge down. A fucking and you're watching moment. Sky just like stay icy in her gaze. Mm-hmm. And you're watching Zoe just get like trying to keep it together, but like getting increasingly more nervous as she gets pushed to these stairs. Cause suddenly oh, yeah. what if everything she read is really true and this girl is really trouble and Oh fucking shit. Like I'm going to still act all tough right now, but I might very well be in a position where this girl's going to kill me. Yeah. She may have actually murdered somebody. Yeah. And it like all just occurs to her that she's been extorting a possible murderer. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Sky's making it clear to her, you're extorting a possible murderer. Um, I, after that, the only thing that can calm Sky down from all this mess, good old Brig. She's gonna she's gonna go fuck Brig. By the way, immediately. <laughs> immediately. And that is the most real thing about this movie. Especially since they didn't that they didn't they didn't get no. that any kind of anything like that opportunity in the first. And they the, did not hook up in the first. Nope. They they did not have the and they are by the way they see each other and they are clothes are coming off immediately. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh hey, how you been? Here you are. Yeah. Zip. I mean, it's crazy. Like they are. On, naked and on a pool table so fast yeah. that I'm like, are there, what, wait, hold on, is this room clear? Yeah, yeah. Are there 14-year-olds in here? Like, I feel like we're still at the freshman party, right? Yeah, because this is, is Sky's 16th birthday. This this is happens to be the day of Sky's 16th birthday. Isn't that great? A double birthday? A double because birthday. Because what are you going to get in my Super Psycho Sweet 16 part two? <laughs> but two birthdays. Two birthdays. And so Sky is getting her birthday sex. Yeah, yeah. Also, by the way, a song from 2009. So wow, uh, that's that that's, that factored that, heavily into a bachelorette party that I was at the era. that time. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You know what I would love to do with you? Mm-hmm. I would love to have a spinoff podcast where we just talk about people's bachelorette parties. <laughs> I am so fascinated by that culture. It's just like, I mean, it, it really is the Wild West when it comes to a bachelorette. It is. But with plastic pink penises. I was going to say, with penis straws. I mean, it's really, it really is. Like, if you've seen How to Be Single, that moment, that's a bachelorette party. That, we had those same penis straws at that bachelorette party bus. I remember, because remember my boyfriend was like, are those penises? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, he hasn't been in one of these. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. I was drinking out of a penis straw. So when Brig does see her. Yeah. What she she says, I told you not to find me. And he says, I'm a really bad listener. And, <laughs> and goes like, in for that liar, kiss. Brig. We know I you're a great it. listener. What a good line. Oh, it's great. Our himbo hero. Yep. Like, it's, just, it's just wonderful. like, oh my God, I'm melting. I love the... I love that we get to see in this second movie multiple occasions of Brig using brute force to protect the honor or life of Sky, and then we get to see him also being cute, doing we little get things both. like this. It, this is like a real like in the way that like screen. Now I don't want to go this far because it's not like you know Screen Three is a Gail Weathers movie. Sure, this does feel a lot more like Brig's movie than Part it, One. It gets yes, very much so. We get a lot of Brig. In Brig a gets good to way. be active and not just reactive. Yes, good good call. Yeah. Now. This leads to the kitchen kills, which is Jams and his and his girl Molly. Yeah. The replacement of the sister who rejected him. Yeah. So there's a like a really incredible kill where like they're making out. Yeah. And he's like noticing, which you know, can't believe he noticed because yeah, this honestly. guy this is not a guy who would normally stop. And and it takes him a second. Yeah. That she's being unresponsive. <laughs> yeah. This is somebody who is like not enjoying herself. Yeah. So he pulls back to see what's going on, and it's because there's a meat cutter yeah, inside her. Yeah, one of those, uh, one of those like automated carving knives. Yep. 
one of those electric carving knives is cutting through her body. Now, had he been paying attention to her body language uh-huh. and the signals she was sending, they wouldn't even be in this mess. <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, uh-huh. too little, too late, bud. Mm-hmm. And so the killer comes after him and then it unplugs. And yeah. so it's not going to work. So he throws it, grabs a butcher knife. Grabs a fucking butcher wastes knife. Wastes no time because by jams. And then we get another. Cuts the Z right off his name. I'm pretty sure that that it we the uh, the the Zoe kill takes place in that kitchen too because she yep. realizes she's in peril. She's running from the killer before. Isn't that before putting her into the cake? Oh yeah, because she wakes up in the cake. She wakes up in a hollow cake, ladies and she's and like, because you know she's always sniffing it out anyways. <laughs> yeah. But here she is. She's like, is that what is that? She, and so she uses a lighter. That has been provided to her that she does not question the, the provision of the lighter. She's just like, oh. Yeah. I have a lighter. Mm-hmm. Let me see where I am. Yeah. Lights it. And of course it's filled with booze. Yeah. And so it all ignites. And inside of this giant cake that she's supposed to pop out of like a stripper yeah. or somebody is. Yeah. She actually meets her fucking death. Or she it's an oven. She pops out of like a human torch. While everybody, much like the cake unveil in the first movie, yes. the the what is meant to be the sushi cake unveil, uh, Zoe pops out of the cake completely on fire while everybody is looking on at the birthday cake prepared to celebrate the uh, pyrotechnics or whatever's supposed to come out of it. And there goes Zoe, burning alive, running, screaming through the boneyard, out the door before collapsing Onto the pavement. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, part one, that was a great cake kill. How are they going to top it? Un-fucking-believable. Here we are. And here we are. And then what happens? She collapses and the ground. Brig, Brig. Run in, runs because in from out of frame. Mr. Proactive. Yeah. Apparently, Brig just had, you know, a fire extinguisher. Of course he keeps car. a fire extinguisher in his Jeep. And you know he has a full first aid kit. Yep. And a degree, like, a, and a certification from the Red Cross. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's Brig. Brig yep. was a lifeguard four years in a row. Yeah. Great that's Brig's his, an Eagle Scout, probably. Brig is still a lifeguard, actually. Yeah. It's just really great benefits. Um, And so, he puts her out. And by the way, I will say this. I'm just going to say it. Mm. We never actually see her die because when he puts her out, Zoe's twitching. She is still twitching. Now, I choose to believe... That in the unmade part four of this movie, yeah. Zoe's the killer. Listen, if if uh, Kirby's alive, which we know she is We know now, she is. Same. Same Zoe, logic. Zoe's alive and she's the killer. I believe it. Same logic. 100%. Like, so throwing it out there, guys, just so you know, spoiler alert, part four, it's her. And you know, and speaking of vindicating kills of terrible people, dad is really, dad is doing fucking fan service, honestly, in this movie. Yeah. Because who do we see bodies hit the floor? Fucking Derek and his bitch-ass girlfriend. So, m- to transition into that scene... Yes. Brig does say... Brig does, like, fall apart real fast. Yeah. And get mad at Sky and leave. That, I will give him that. Yeah. So, Sky's like, you know, she's on her own now. Everybody has betrayed her and said happy birthday, weirdly, Derek. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You don't have to say happy birthday. Well, yeah, because Sky, like, they, they have sex and then she's like, okay, bye. Like, I care about you. Isn't yeah. that what... Ha- and then Brig's like, what? Yeah. Yeah, because he's like, okay, let's head back. And she's like, no. No. And it's like, okay, well, you shouldn't, like, I get why you're saying that, Brig, but, like, you can't really make that assumption about her. But, like, I also get that you're in a tough place right now. Both of you are in a tough place right now. Brig's just like, we're both cis white straight people. Of course the police will understand. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, of course it's going to work out. So now we're, now we've got Sky. She's up in an attic because dad. Yeah. And and there's some crazy noir lighting coming through this, this, the slowest moving fan of all time. Yeah. She is the, 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 the hair blowing that is happening in this scene. Practically epic. And it is where she's looking out 
the window mm-hmm. of this attic like fan thing. Yeah. And she sees Derek and Gina out in the street, you know, doing their thing, probably fighting. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. I imagine so. Probably about Sky. Yeah, probably about Sky. They don't talk about anything else. Yeah. It, it's like the Bechdel <laughs> test, but Sky. Yeah. So it's the Sky test. Yeah, and Gina still thinks they have a relationship. They failed. So she's up there screaming to them because she sees dad, good mm-hmm. old dad, coming up on them. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Ah! Yeah, <laughs> and somehow they don't hear her, but she can hear everything yeah, th- this, from them. This slow-moving fan that is covering an air duct is Whoosh. is masking Whoosh. any bit of her voice that could travel out of that building. It's just this this fan has um, a special soundproofing, <laughs> like electromagnetic barrier that pushes it's all of sky canceling. sound back. It's noise canceling. It's a noise canceling fan, <laughs> yeah. and we've all seen one of those. Yeah, so. It's very effective. Yep. Um, Dad comes at them with a board with, um, like, a plank with nails. Yeah. And let me tell you, when he, when he like, gets Derek, uh-huh. the blood spurt there, very satisfying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Dad, Dad regrets that one. When he takes, because Derek's tagging Dad. Dad, Dad gets the board with the nails out of it, out of his hands, kills Derek with it, and then realizes that he's killed Sky's best friend. And he didn't mm. ever mean to do that. Like, he lets Derek out of the dome. In yeah, the first he does. One. He does. He, she asked him to. Yeah, because she's and he's like, okay. So yeah. then when he like in in defending himself, but also being a murderer, kills Derek. You see this moment of horror in his eyes where he's like, oh my god, she's gonna be so mad at me. Right. So. But then Gina's alive and well, she's gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. G two G. Meat tenderizer <laughs> to the face. And much like the uh, severed head kill from the the running skating severed head kill from the this first movie this is the crown jewel of this we movie. get a running straight into a swinging swinging meat tenderizer kill yes just crushes her face a sickening smack pr- crushes her face really making sure we know she's not coming back for the third mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so gina signing off yeah. we've got and I, I do want to say to derek's my favorite derek moment is of course his death but like it's because he says something right before and he's like why don't you just why can't you just leave us alone yeah and there's something heartbreaking about that because you remember, oh, even though Derek's shitty, he's just a teenager. He's just a teenager. And at the yeah. end of the day, they're all just teenagers. Yeah. And they're messy and they're going to make mistakes and they're just trying to live their life and he's just trying to end it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, there, it brings this moment that I'm like, oh my God, did they just make me feel for Derek? Yeah. <laughs> for, for Derek? For Derek. The greatest, the greatest feat uh, my super psycho movie could accomplish. That's how you know these writers are good. Yeah. These are good fucking writers. Yeah. I want to see them. Can they please write everything forever? Yeah. <laughs> give them give them another what's another property that that would be great for them to write? Let's what would they do with a nightmare on Elm Street? Oh my god. They give have them, a sense of fun. Oh my god. They Jordan. Have a sense of fun. Give them Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Oh my god. Let's see their Freddy Krueger. <sighs> I have goosebumps. <laughs> That's I would live. Yeah, that, to feels see like, that. that feels like the right tone that I want there. Uh, so it is it is perfectly executed this mm-hmm. ending um or towards the ending. Um what we get is the familial reveal. Yes. Yes, the reveal. Because at this point sister is like fuck you sky, you lied to me. She's feeling very estranged from her again. Mm-hmm. And the final confrontation in the in the at it in the upper level of above this club which is turned into a gigantic fucking like parking lot space right by the noise canceling fan right by the noise guys this fan. floor is huge huge it's, it's huge this is the biggest attic you've ever seen absolutely gargantuan they're and building an office in there you can <laughs> yeah. tell it's like it's like, like full men. cubicles yeah. yeah it's huge ceilings and so sister is like terrified because everybody around her is dying and so sky's like you need to fucking get it together. I'm going to get you out of here. You're going to be okay. So she kind of obscures her sister and goes to the confrontation with dad. She's like, leave her out of this. 
it's just the two of us now and he's like we have to be together as a family these people want to take you away from me she's got to go and then that's when it's like surprise reveal mom's there too this family's bigger than we thought it was i love that his whole thing is like i'm giving you your family back yeah because here's at the end of the day say what you will about dad but he is trying to give her her family he's back. He's trying to give her her family back. Trying to back. rectify things. Now, did he do it the right way? No. And he's like, he, he's going to kill. But he does kill, give a shit. He's like set on killing the, the sister until mom's like, mom was like, her and Sky had started to bond. She gave her this necklace. And then in the heat of the moment where she's afraid for her life, she's Bigger like. Bigger family than you thought. Yeah. She's like, uh, actually, the biggest mistake of my life I ever had, Sky, was having you. And I wish you'd never come to my fucking door. And it's turning into a huge bitch. And she's like, oh, wait. Actually, you can't kill uh, the sister because Alex. she's your daughter, too. Yes. You can't kill Alex because she's your daughter, too. I was pregnant when I left you. And everybody is like, what? Record scratch. I mean. And so then dad's like, well. And well, and Sky says, because mm-hmm. she's like, so you knew? Like, you, yeah. why did you leave me with him? Yeah. And she's like, well, he really liked you. Yeah. Yeah, basically, because, <laughs> like, he only cared about you. Yeah. So I was going to go and take this baby elsewhere. Which also means, like, I wonder if she lied to I her new husband. Or if he was just, like totally cool and was like i love you and this will be our baby we'll raise her together that's so that kind of feels like him i think that's him i think that's kinda what feels happened like him. i think he's just like yep i'm gonna raise her as my own yep. because he's like, that's i my love daughter. you and i love her yep that's my daughter that grabs her wrist that's my daughter that's my daughter well the one and only and so then it's like oh well i'll be a family together so let's talk about a fucked up birthday alex just found out oh my god that her stepdad's dead her real dad is a murderer yep who is going to kill her mom in front of her. Mm-hmm. But at least Sky's really her sister. At least Sky's really her sister. Um, but what a night. I understand this is very confusing for you. I'm confused. I'm pissed. Yeah, uh, she was sexually assaulted. Yes. Um, It's been a fucking bad. It's been a bad she one. Has had, she has had a day. Yeah. She, she, is, she needs some self-care. She has had a real super psycho 15th birthday. Yeah, it's, it's rough. And, you know, unfortunately, it is still the Sky show. Yep. Which she's feeling very hard right now. Well, because I could, because dad goes, dad kills mom right when she starts going off on Sky. Oh, immediately. He's like, like no, nope, fuck this. We yeah, can be a family she's of three. Like, you're, you're a mistake. I hate you. I wish you were, I, oh, I regret you. And dad's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to fucking kill you, mom. Okay. Right. Kills her. And then it like, then it's just Sky and dad in our purview. Sky doing her favorite thing. And that's when Brig enters the frame. Again. Well, Sky's like, I've tricked dad before. Yeah. Fool you once, shame on you. Yeah. Fool you twice, my super psycho sweet 16 yeah. Because she's like, hey, dad, we could be a family. Yeah. It's just the three of us now. Yeah, you got And like girls. doing the whole thing. And Alex, because she didn't see part one. <laughs> yeah. Alex is like, oh, no. Yeah. Sky is crazy. Yeah. And she wants us to all be a murder family. Yeah. I'm fucking out of I'm here. I'm going to so run. So Alex runs. And it's like, uh-oh. She was, Sky totally had her dad eating Sky out of the palm had of it. her hand. It was, they were, gonna, they were good to go. Alex runs. And then he's like, oh, shit. And the kind of like the spell of the moment is broken. Yep. But Brig is still here. And Brig is fucking pissed. Brig is not having it. Brig, Brig came. He's he's throwing elbows. Brig comes out of like a fucking three-point stance. Yes. And he Full body tackles dad to the ground. Love it. Like sprint, pick up, tackle drive into the ground. It is prepared to beat him. He is beating him to death. death. He is going to football dad to death. He is going to punch him to death. And and Sky's like Chekhov's punches. Chekhov's punches. Yes, we've seen it before in this movie. We're seeing it again. And Sky's like, no, no, don't kill him, don't kill him. But 
she only doesn't want Brig to kill Dad because she's got a plan. She's going to finish the job herself. She has to do it herself. And, and probably doesn't want that on Briggs' conscience. I think that's why she did it. Because yeah. she already has Madison's death under her belt. Yeah. She might as well fucking kill Dad mm-hmm. and take that because it will fuck with Briggs for the rest of his life. Yep. And she's like, I cannot have you have that. Mm-hmm. But I'm already carrying this weight. I'm already there. I'm going to do it. Yep. And so Sky saves the fucking day. And what is, in- I have to be oh. honest, one of the most heartbreaking moments I've ever seen in a slasher it's- film. In a film that's set, this film opens with a line, it was a time to celebrate and a time to roller skate. And yet, here we are with dad and I am teary-eyed. It is so emotional. Sky takes his knife and slowly plunges it into his heart. Like she, like she, because she doesn't want to and has to and so it's a slow choice. Yeah. It's like, I have to do Mm -hmm. this. And it's just, it's it's their goodbye. It's, it's so heartbreaking Fuck. you can hear the my chemical romance <laughs> yeah you know it's rough so now and i love the the um like at the end of like we get sky and brig hugging and then we just have alex sitting on the floor sitting on the ground oh. nearby like huh, looking at her mom's dead body looking at her apparently dad's dead body the psycho killer and she's just like she's ready to break bad and you see that you see the family resemblance there. You're like, oh, it's in the DNA. Yeah, that's yeah, cute. Yeah, I will say there's a great line at the end because um, Dad says to Sky, "It was all for you," mm-hmm. and she says, "Just this." So is this. So is this. And then she stabs him. Oh. it is. It is so heartbreaking. But she has to take that. That's her full arc. She's doing this for herself. Mm -hmm. It's not enough to just set boundaries with people. Like she has to become proactive and Mm -hmm. actually just take, create the life that she's going to create. And well, I mean the ultimate boundary, I guess is to set is killing you. Um, Um, But I love that. um, Brig has the nerve to ask, are you okay? Yeah. And she goes, I will be. And that's a promise, guys. That's great. That is the movie saying, hey, our girl Sky, mm-hmm. we know you're feeling this right now. But she even she knows that with a good therapist, <laughs> she's gonna get out the other side of this. She's ready to she's ready to let the healing begin. And it the the last thing we see in the movie is uh Alex is in therapy. She's living with her rich Her even, hair has grown even, another eight inches. More hair. She's become even more rich, it seems, moving in with her grandparents. Truly. The, the, the family money of uh, presumably her father's side is quite extravagant and she is is she smiling. talking to a therapist or a headmistress or her grandma i, I kind of thought it was because she asked like how she's in the library grandparents oh okay you're right you're and, right. and and you know she's smiling and nodding her way through therapy and the therapist the therapist gives us the very telling question of like and do you still blame sky for what happened and alex is like i know it wasn't her fault charlie's the reason they're dead she's a victim just like me and that, and then we see Alex go to the bathroom, look in a mirror, shatter a mirror. She is set on revenge. She pissed. We and we and we understand even more in that moment that the um, that the psycho rotter gene, it is inherited. Yep. And it's it's and it's passed down from the father. Yeah. And it's, I don't know though, mom. Not great. Yeah, not great. 
And it seems who to knows be, what her genetic code is. It seems to be emerging more potently in Alex than it has in Sky. Da da da. And I wanted to ask you. I feel like as our sort of as a sort of wrapping question, you said before we started recording that this franchise has something that you don't think you've seen in another slasher, and I want to know what is that signature feeling. What is that signature note that Super Psycho brings? You know, when you're watching Scream, it has like that feeling of, you know, it's like it's like the meta stuff, yeah. but it's like in Scream. Mm-hmm. What you have is, you know, it's like, yes, meta vibes, but you really put your finger on it when you've said it's the friendships. Mm-hmm. You are hanging out with your friends. Yeah. And, and, and you come for that humor and that friendship and that teamwork. And that's mm-hmm. what this is. With my Super Psycho Sweet 16, part one and two both have the same thing, which is the wish fulfillment of the ending with Sky. Totally. So you have a, what you have as a signature is the complexity of the main character, mm-hmm. who is obviously somebody who is having, we get to, we get insight into she's good and bad, mm-hmm. but ultimately good. But she has elements of both in a way that no other final girls do. And mm-hmm. at the end, what you get is she kind of gets a free pass mm-hmm. to have the people who are awful to her all die all both times. All die, yeah. It, and so in a weird way, it's like a Carrie revenge film, but if she didn't have to get in as much trouble. <laughs> it's like you really, it's like both films really are secret revenge films. Yeah. And it's it's kind of it's incredible. Like both films are sky revenge films without her having to get her hands dirty. And I think that... Until she vanquishes the big bad, which is the heroic thing to do. At the core of both films is a, a really deep sense of family. Yeah. And I think that... So, like, coming away from it, if I were to see future sequels to this, mm-hmm. that's what I think has to be at the core, mm-hmm. is that that feeling... Like, there's a love at the core that I think there, is, like, really tender. Yeah. And whether it's between her and Brig or her and her sister, mm-hmm. there is the... Uh, and, and there's that feeling at the end that, like, something dark has to happen like the genie's out of the bottle yeah you know what i mean like yeah and 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 i don't know what that is but every movie's got that one thing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know and 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 that's what really to me is like the signature on my super psycho sweet 16 it's the fucking ending they they stick it every time yep they really do fucking stick those landings Mm -hmm. that is such a high bar I, you, we've seen so many horror movies and so many franchises where they stick one ending. Yeah, yeah. And then we and love the impressive. rest of them. And that's impressive. That's fine. Yeah, we're yeah. like, yes, you did it. We're here for the ride. We love the characters. We're yep. back. My Super Psycho 16 is here to stick every landing. Yeah. They are here to floor it, Haley. Yeah, that's right. Floor it. Bra straps out. This is for worlds. Yeah. I, 10 out of 10, my Super Psycho Sweet 16 Part 2 is the movie that everybody should be watching because it's time that we accept this as a part of the horror canon. It's time. It's One time. and it's, two. It's time that we crown we, we crown Sky Rotter along the side alongside the greats. Crowner. Sky Rotter, Sydney Prescott, they're up there. They're equals to me. <laughs> and and it's part two of this that makes that so. Oh, I love because that we get to see I love that we get to see Vengeful Sky in part two. I, I love that we get to see her delighting in the possibility of hurting people. We get who deserve it. I, I'm so satisfied with the way that they build on Sky, mm-hmm. where in other franchises, your final girl is fully developed at the end of the first one, and mm-hmm. so you just get her again and again. Yeah. That's fine. That's what I asked for. Yeah. <laughs> with Sky, we get, they build on her. They mm-hmm. complicate her. They give her even more. And so when she triumphs at the end, it feels like even more of a high five. Like the movie <laughs> is giving you a giant hug. You know? Yes. And so, yeah, I'm rooting for my girl, Sky. I want her in the fucking canon. We need to be talking about her. <laughs> and I am glad that for my birthday, mm-hmm. both years in a row, 
we have been able to celebrate both my first and second birthday. On yeah. the <laughs> um, we've been able to celebrate with my Super Psycho Suit 16. This is so special, friend. And I'm, I, I'm looking forward to more. And if you are out there listening and you're like, oh my God, it's Sam's birthday. Yeah. I'll do something nice for him because mm-hmm. he's a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, leave us a review because like, honestly, yeah. that happened last year and it was really nice. Like, do listen, leave us if, a you, review. if you listen and you got this far, yeah. just go on there and like leave, re- review the podcast because like we do read them and it feels really nice. And if you have Sam's DVD, bring it back to him. Yeah. If you got, if you got, listen, if you got part one, what, what, <laughs> I, I will pay the ransom. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just bring her back unharmed. Yeah. It's that we're going to use this to, to, to gin up a public awareness campaign for Sam's My Super Psycho Sweet 16 Part 1 DVD. I, I, it's the only way that I will have a super birthday. <laughs> have a super birthday, Sam. Thanks, friend.